0: It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. I am so, so happy that you guys are here. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. It's September 4th. It's Monday and I am laboring away, bringing you the gossip, the tea, the fun, the chatter, the, the friendliness, the hanging out with someone. You know, I always say I love doing these podcasts because it feels like you get to hang out with a friend and that's why I do it. So welcome. Welcome. Um, I was on the fence about whether or not to do a show today, but I do want to clear up some things. I want to talk about some things. And of course, I think this is the coolest thing about the show. It's a daily show. Obviously I don't work Saturdays and Sundays unless I had to like an emergency. I've done some of those emergency episodes, but today is like, you know, this is, there's not a Monday where I can't be here with you guys. Like I got to do it. Okay. For all of you that are new here, I know so many of you are new here because I have already surpassed 9,000 subscribers on YouTube blows me away, but more than that, you guys, as of this morning, this little podcast that could, this little baby self-produced, self-created, self-edited, self-everything produced podcast called Daily Dose of Donna that started in January of 2023 is number 28 on the TV and film charts in the podcast app. It is such a big deal such a big deal that like, I I can't get over it. I can't believe it. I am so, so excited. The dosers are really showing up. They're showing out. And I know that they're not all here because they love me because I have not been blind to the fact that my name is getting thrown around and uh, thrown around in a lot of Facebook groups and Reddit pages. And I guess that's part of the gig right? Like if you're going to put yourself out there, I talked to my friend, my love, Zach Peter last week. Like if you're going to put yourself out there, if you're going to be a public figure, if you're going to choose to put your name on something and put your face on camera and put your voice in the world, you will get criticized. You will get people saying things about you. You'll get people calling you all kinds of names or taking you down or creating like a false narrative of who you are. So I'm just going to, without getting deep, deep into the details of what was said about me other than lots of positive things, let me just set the record straight. Okay. Here is what the record is, whatever that means. Let me give you the record. What does that even mean, set the record straight? I am a gossip lover, a pop culture lover, a celeb gossip, like obsessed type person. I love talking about it. I love breaking it down. I was talking to my East Coast correspondent, Molly Dare, the other day, and I said that the reason why this podcast is growing so much is because we're not just talking about what's wrong on, what's on TV, right? We're not just talking about the episode of Real Houses of New York, for example, which I'll talk about a little today. But we're talking about the people that are talking about Roni. We're talking about the people that are breaking down celeb gossip. And that's just one level of the show. We're talking about the content creators. And I think that that's like, not a lot of people talk about that, right? But I'm bringing you guys facts from what I'm hearing on radio shows, on podcasts, on TikToks, on Reddit, and then I am giving you a little bit of my opinion, but there is not one part of the show that is like a bashing account. I'm not here to hate on anyone. I am not here to uh, attack, you know, anyone. I am not here to make drag, oh, that was a word, the Daily Dose of Donna drags someone. I'm not going to say who, but you guys probably will figure it out. It's not the goal. The goal is literally just like being someone that you can kind of shoot the shit with. And I love doing this live on TikTok. By the way, I did get one comment on my on Apple Podcast, and it like murders me when I see this because it was a one star comment. and it said she multitasks too much. And the truth is, yes, I do have my TikTok going, and I do record for YouTube while I'm recording the audio version. But that's because I've talked about this before. I like the energy. So you know what? Just chill. And don't freak out if it's taking me too long to get somewhere. And don't freak out if I'm playing with my hair. This is Daily Dose of Donna. You're in, you're in, you're not, you're not. I love you either way. Let's get on with the let's get on with the show. Okay. Facebook group is growing. By leaps and bounds, welcome in there. Daily dose of Donna. We have a a very low toxicity. It's very hard to be perfect, but we keep the the Facebook group nice, kind, fun, and um and you know like there's just a lot of gossip that gets in there, which is really fun. Like if if you see anything, it's I post it to the Facebook group before I come over here and talk about that. So make sure to join that. So today, what we're gonna talk about is a few things. I want to talk a little bit about Roni because I watched it this morning. I want to talk a little bit about a Bethany reel that I was forwarded and I'm not going to get deep into Bethany. So don't freak out. And it's definitely not about reality reckoning, but it's an interesting take on something that, you know, I found she, she came off different than she has in the past, which I think is interesting. We're going to talk about Heather McDonald, Jeff Lewis, Justin Martindale. Okay. We're not going to go crazy on any of these things. It's fun. It's a holiday. It's Labor Day. I want to get my margarita on. I'm making a side salad. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Roni. Who watched Roni? If you guys know me, you know that I am a big proponent for this new rendition of Roni. I love it. I see it in my like guide whenever it's on my – because I have YouTube TV. So when I open up YouTube TV and I see that it's recorded, I'm like, yes, it feels like shiny, bright, fun. It feels like, um, you know, hanging out with like really cool chicks. I don't know how to explain that. It's just really fun to me. Now, last night's episode, if you haven't watched it, I will tell you, you should try it. And what's cool about it is you don't really have to be a rony person. You don't have to have watched rony for 10, 15 years. Although I highly recommend doing that. I actually did that over the weekend on Tuesday. um, I was watching... Not Tuesday. Over the weekend on Tuesday, I just said. Um, Over the weekend on Saturday, I was watching old episodes of Roni season two. And that's the famous scene of Kelly, Ben Simone and Bethany when Kelly is like, I'm up here and you're down here and we're never going to be friends. Kelly was so unlikable that season. If you guys rewatch it, it's like shocking. Everyone now wants to say, you know, oh my gosh, Kelly was right this whole time about Bethany. And maybe she was, but Kelly was pretty unbearable to watch. And my girlfriend Valerie and I were texting back and forth about it. We just—it's so good to rewatch season two, three, four of Roni. But anyway, this new season. Look, I've been ride or die for Aaron. I really have loved Aaron. I've loved Jenna, and I've loved Uba. Those are my three favorite from the new rendition of Roni. Sai to me has just been hungry, (laughs) literally hungry in every scene. Although I did. Play something together yesterday. I thought to myself, "Okay, Si is Paige from Summerhouse. We're gonna talk about Summerhouse in just a bit minute. Don't you worry." But Si is Paige from Summerhouse. Like, don't do you guys feel that a little bit? She's got this really cute high voice. She's very fashionable. She's very sweet. She's very not sweet. She's very like spicy with her comments. Um, she's a little judgy. She's the influencer. Like to me, she's page of Roni. Um, and you can see like why that's a little unlikable, but also watchable. It's kind of hard to say. Jess, I'm obsessed with Jessel and Povit. All of a sudden, Jessel and her husband have the craziest relationship ever. He wants to go to Vietnam, which is a twenty hour flight from New York. For three days, he goes. Why can't I go? You're going to Anguilla with the girls for five days. I'm just going for three days. She goes. But Vietnam, why? He goes. I just want some time alone. She goes. I'll I'll book you into a hotel here in New York. Why do you have to go to Vietnam? He goes. I want a banh mi sandwich. She goes. You're going to Vietnam to have some quality time with a sandwich. Died. It's so funny. It's like it's it's so it's there. they are the Alex and Simon of the new Roni. It is so good. You guys watch them. When you get over the fact that she's unlikable, which now I, I see her for what she is and I think she actually is likable. I it, it, I find it interesting. Okay. Heather says, but I actually love Size husband. Size husband's great. I actually agree. I think he's great too. They seem like a really sweet family. Aaron has always been to me like the more, she's kind of like the heart of the show, the grounding of the show. Although I think Jenna Lyons is kind of creeping into that placement right now. Bryn had a moment, I'm going to talk about Jenna in a second. Bryn had a moment where she was talking to her brother. There was a lot of brother scenes in yesterday's episode. There was, um, ooh, Gloria thinks that Pavit's going to Vietnam with a girlfriend or maybe going to see a girlfriend. We've all seen 90 Day Fiance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just want to, I want, I want cameras like get Andy and a camera to go with Pavet to Vietnam. I want to see them in Vietnam. I want to see him and his sandwich. He needs to have a Bravo food show. He's a, I mean, how entertaining would that be? And then Jessel just like, like kind of following him. And she's like, this place is dirty. And he's like, you got to eat from the, from the paper, from the newspaper that they give you the sandwich on. And she's like, oh, but I don't like it. I just think it would be really fun. Um, Bryn had a conversation with her brother, very sweet conversation, her cute brother. They had a very lovely like moment. Here's the thing about Bryn. Do I, would I want to be her friend? Fuck no. Like I would not want to be her friend. I would not want to hang out with her. I would not want her to hang out with my husband. She's the kind of friend that would annoy me in real life, like attention-seeking, constantly trying to like get the boys to like her and get the guys to you know, fall in love with her. That's too much for me. However... I do like her ability to kind of call herself out saying, you know, this is why I am the way I am and I definitely have had some, you know, issues growing up and, you know, I do want to settle down and whatever. I thought it was so interesting. She's like, I don't want to be engaged. I just want to be married. What the fuck is she thinking marriage is? (laughs) Like if engaging, if being engaged is so hard and scary because of the commitment, all of a sudden, if you just like wake up married, you're going to be like, I'm so happy. Like I'm married. I, I never want to leave my husband. It's just so odd to me. All right. Let's move on and let's move along. Um, Jenna. Jenna has crazy teeth surgery. I, some of those snapshots that they showed, it, showed us of like her teeth and the chipmunk and this and that, like I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean – bless Jenna's heart for really like laying it all out on the table. Other than the fact that she's not showing who she's dating, she really puts it all out there on the table about like her issues with her teeth, her skin, her hair, her eyelashes, um, you know, whatever. That being said, I've heard from multiple sources and we already know that Jenna is on this show only and primarily for business. Now I'm not going to judge her on this because I do believe anyone that signs up for an episode or to be a series series regular on a Real Housewives in 2023, you're not doing it because you're hoping to like have a fun experience. You're doing it for business. You're doing it for the finances. You're doing it for the career trajectory that you know Real Housewives can give you. I mean, to get into that Bravo sphere, it is way more than just like This would be fun. It's a stepping stone to a huge potential career for yourself. Now, I've had conversations with a lot of people about this. Name one real housewife that has been able to maintain a huge career after the housewives that's not directly correlated to housewives or Bravo it doesn't really happen. But Jenna came in with a huge career. Obviously, she's working with Rockefeller, Cent- Rockefeller Center. She has 500,000 little collaborations with these businesses. She obviously came from J. Crew. Like this woman's got her shit together. She has her eyelash company together. I believe she is on the show for one thing and one thing only, and that is to promote her businesses. I'm not going to hate her on that. But if she says, I want to fly, if she says, I want to fly first class or business class and not coach, I'm not going to judge her. I know that you guys think that maybe that feels a little bit unlikable or whatever. I'm not going to judge Jenna. Number 1, I am someone that can't afford to fly business class everywhere I go, but if I could afford it, <clears throat> Jenna, I would freaking 100% take advantage of that. She's tall, she's in her 50s. Let this woman like enjoy her life. <laughs> I don't get why people were so judgy on this whole idea. I understand the idea that she's coming off a little like diva-fied, right? I didn't like the whole, I need to get there a day early to get a tan on when we have, when we come from the land of spray tans. Like that made no sense to me. I was like, what, you're going to go and literally get a base tan? Like when you can just hire someone to come and spray you down if your skin is like blotchy or whatever. Didn't really get that. She really just wanted to fly alone because she wanted to fly business. If that's the case. I'm not going to hate her on it. My mom goes to Israel five times a year. That is a really long flight. And she told me years ago that even if it costs, and it costs so much money to go business, she's like, I'm not doing that coach anymore. I'm not doing coach anymore. Like I've made it to the point in my life where I can go business. I need to at least enjoy my life if I'm going to be on a flight. There's a lot of people that, that, you know, pick and choose where they spend their money. She has the money. She's paying for it for herself. Let the bitch fly private if she wants to. Okay? The whole idea of like getting mad at Jenna for things like this, it's, listen, it's good low stakes drama. I'm into it. I'm having fun with it. Um, But it will be, uh, you know, it, I, it, it's getting more heated. And to me, that's good. Okay, I have to shout something out. I have a comment from my girl, Elizabeth, who says, I can't wait for Friday's happy hour um, for Donna's Patreon members. Yes, I do want to remind you, this Friday, September 8th, I'm doing my once – I do it every three weeks, three to four weeks. It's a live happy hour on Zoom for the $10 a month um, – Tier, and you. So, of course, you get four free, four additional episodes a month because one I release one every Wednesday, and so you can get that for five. But if you do the ten. We get a live happy hour on Zoom. We drink together. You can come with a Gatorade with a coffee or a shot of tequila. I don't care. You can come stoned out of your mind. You can take some Venus CBDs, like do whatever you want to do, but we get to hang out and I get to give you guys some like good dirt that I don't want to put out on the podcast and stuff. It's really fun. A lot of people really enjoy it because it feels like a, um, like a hang, like a social hang that we're not only just doing it all alone. Okay. Okay. Jenny's coming with her martini. I would love a dirty martini. That sounds good. Today, I will be drinking rosé and margaritas, I think. That's my drink of the day, drinks of the day. Okay, so let's move on. Any other thoughts about Roni TikTok? Any other thoughts of anything I need to talk about? But I think I'm going to leave it at that. Sister Wives, you guys, I have not watched yet from last night, but I know that this was the groundbreaking episode where we have a big... Blowout fight! It's the Janelle and the and the Cody. You know, f you Cody conversation. I mean, I wanted to watch it briefly this morning, but I was like, I don't want to feel rushed. I want to be able to focus on this entirely. I will watch this either tonight or tomorrow morning. I want to give it my all. I really want some time alone with Janelle. I mean, bless, bless Janelle, bless Janelle and Christine for the win. Okay. Um. Let's move on. Let's move on to Carl and Lindsay. So, over the weekend, obviously, we've all gotten this news that Carl broke up with Lindsay last week on camera. You guys, this is a cool thing about being on my Patreon. When I was recording my Patreon last Wednesday, it was like 5 p.m. on Wednesday, and we're just starting to hear rumors about Carl and Lindsay. And I'm DMing while I'm recording the Patreon. You can hear me DMing while I'm recording and getting the ins- insider scoop. Literally before it came out online, like it came out publicly on ET Entertainment Tonight the next day and like e-news and everything. So I was literally like, I broke that news on TikTok and I got murdered on TikTok from people saying like, you're the only person that's saying this. Why are you lying? And I'm like, mmm It's coming out. You're gonna see it. So definitely join the the Patreon if you want to always get like that behind the behind the scenes vibe. Because I don't, I really just like tell you everything on my mind. Um, Carl and Lindsay did in fact break up. Obviously, we all know that Carl did it in front of cameras. We know that Carl then went on a flight and he flew over to Minnesota. That's where we've he's been spotted at breakfast, like at a diner or something, with with a couple other dudes. We've not heard from Lindsay which is shocking being that it's five, six days since, five days since we've heard of the breakup. All I know from everything that I know really is that there is not a definite of what is exactly happening. Meaning no one knows exactly why he broke up with her and no one knows exactly what she is feeling since he's broken up with her. But there are some rumors of swirling. So I did mention on Friday's show some of these rumors. And is my TikTok frozen or you guys are there? Okay. I I did mention some of these rumors. I did get a comment from someone saying, I don't want, I don't think it's fair that you're insinuating like it's a sobriety issue. I need to be very clear about this. I absolutely Am not insinuating or assuming or thinking that he has relapsed. Like, I don't want you guys to ever think that that is something I'm putting out there. I was saying that these, so I'm going to just break some of the rumors down for you guys, not break them down, just tell you guys them. I'm not, these are not things I created or came up with. These are things that are swirling in the Bravo sphere. Number one, we've heard two sides of Lindsay's reaction. One side we've heard, she's been horrible to him all summer and she was emotionless when he broke up with her. That's one side of it, meaning that she's been awful to him, and this was like deserved, and she almost didn't care. I've also heard that their apartment is already for rent. This is all rumor, guys. This is all rumored, so don't like come at me saying, you're wrong. I'm just saying these are all the things we're hearing. Lindsay I've also heard that she is in severe – so the opposite, right, that she's in severe depression. She has not been able to eat, shower, do anything. She's stuck in her apartment. Like she doesn't want to talk to anyone. She doesn't want to see anyone. She's miserable. That to me tracks a little more than she like doesn't care. I was then thinking that well, – I'm just going to talk about the Lindsay side for a second and then we'll get into Carl. I was just thinking, you know, the one benefit for someone like a Lindsay, who if, if Carl did break up with her really cruelly on cameras and like broke the shit out of her heart, I would imagine Lindsay's a PR girl through and through, right? And she also has a PR rep and she also has an agent and a manager, I imagine. And she also has a lot of friends. I would imagine that someone in her industry, someone in her world, someone in her circle said, this is horrible, but let's, Cross our fingers that we move in the Ariana path. By that I mean, is there a way that we get out of this as the winner? Let's paint Carl as the asshole. Lindsay, you'll be the, you know, depressed, devastated person that got broken up with. And let's get you some sponsorships. Let's get you on Caller Daddy. Let's get you on all this shit. I don't think it's going to work because I don't think Ariana and Lindsay come from the same like place in terms of um fan favorites. Like there's a lot of people that don't like Lindsay because we've seen like some negative sides of Lindsay. I actually like Lindsay, but a lot of people don't. So that's one thing. So if even if Lindsay was stone-faced and even if Lindsay did not react really strongly to the fact that she was broken up with, maybe now they're spinning the story that is, you know, oh my god, she's devastated. And hopefully we can like come out, make lemonade out of lemons, right? Now, let me tell you a couple of other rumors I heard about Lindsay. So I have heard a strong rumor that Lindsay has been cheating or has cheated. I don't know if it's like an ongoing or a one time, but I've heard this from now two or three people. I have no um, proof. There's no skin in the game for me. I'm just sharing with you guys what I'm hearing. Now, let's play this out. Let's play this out. Lindsay gets, you know, goes out and gets hammered, okay? She goes out to Hamptons or Montauk or whatever the hell she does. She gets hammered. Like, this is totally just, like, in my mind, right? And hooks up with some guy. And somehow it comes out at some point during the season. Maybe Kyle or someone else, like, shares the news to Carl. Maybe it was Maya. Maybe not, like… You know, like maybe one of the girls in the house, Sierra or whatever, comes out and says like, Carl, this is what happened. And then to wrap up the season in a bow, Carl finds out and he's like, F you. And breaks up with her on camera. It tracks to me. Now, if she didn't actually cheat on him and he broke up with her for another reason, meaning he's just like, doesn't want to date her anymore or be with her, that feels cruel. But if she cheated or did something to kind of bring... Something like this out of Carl, where he's like, I'm gonna stick it to you and break your heart. It does track because Carl to me does not seem like a villain. Now, I know that a lot of people have not liked Carl over the years, and I know that, like Sierra has said in her, you know, that a lot of people don't know the real true side of Carl. I think Carl was a dick when he was sober, I mean, when he was partying, but now that he's sober, I don't know that about him. But I don't know these people. I don't know these people. To me, Carl was just boring. So maybe he is secretly a dick. I don't know. Now, another option is that he realized that he can't, like, live a lie and he can't be with someone for the rest of his life who he's not in love with, right? that he's not in love with Lindsay and he realized it and he was like, I can't do this and I have to just, I'm scared to do it without cameras so I'm going to do it with cameras and then I'm going to run. I'm breaking up with her and I'm just booking it away. I think Lindsay would have walked down that aisle even if, you know, she had to pay Carl to stay with her. Like, in my opinion, I think that Lindsay is... Oh, I got a question saying, why is it cruel if someone breaks up with someone else? Why do we always demonize demonize people for ending it? I don't think it's cruel at all to break up with someone. But to call cameras and to blindside your fiance and have cameras come and meet you at your apartment and not tell your fiance why you're shooting all of a sudden in the middle of the week and blindside your fiance on camera by ending an engagement. Yeah, that's pretty freaking cruel. In my opinion. I think it's pretty cruel. And yes, Amy says, but he's on a contract, a TV show, he has to let them know. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is like this kind of idea. Yes, to make great TV, you let your producers know and you do it on camera. But if you're a good person and you actually care about the person's feelings and their heart, you put that ahead of your commitment to a TV show. Because at the end of the day, you guys, this is real life, right? they were engaged. It was like a real life engagement. They were living together in an $11,000 a month apartment, way more than I pay for my mortgage. They were, um, you know, by all intents and purposes, they were in love marrying each other. So it feels really, really, really hard to imagine what Lindsay went through. Now, if this has been building and we didn't hear that word blindsided like if they if they truly have been fighting the entire summer, and then now all of a sudden, like you know there it's come to a head, that will be different. But from what I've heard, he's been very, very present at the bridal shower, coming and supporting her, writing about her on Instagram, getting his groom's men fitted on Sunday or last weekend or whatever, and then came and blindsided her. It to me feels like she had no idea this was coming that is. Cruel. If Lance decided to end my marriage, our marriage out of nowhere without me having an indication, without us going to therapy and like getting working on it and made sure to do it in front of cameras if we were on a reality show, like it's taking such a horrible situation and like pouring gasoline on top of it. It seems real, real bad. Oh my gosh. That is horrible. I got a violation on my TikTok live for harassment you guys, what have I said? This is the problem with people. I'm going to stop doing TikTok lives if that's the case. That's ridiculous. Whoever just did that. Okay. Um, okay. So let's keep going. Bethany. I'll talk real, (laughs) real brief about Bethany really fast. Bethany Frankel. Um spoke about burning man in a negative way in a really negative way now, right now I'm not a burning man person ever i've never ever not only have I not been to burning man i would I would cry if someone told me you had to go to burning man like I couldn't think of a worse situation for me I'm also not a Coachella person I don't like huge massive crowds in heat. I also don't like to camp like the dust, all of it like the fact that you have to go to burning man and you have to wear. Um, you know, huge masks because you can't breathe the dust. I mean, I can't think of anything worse for me. I am not a drug taker. I'm not like an ecstasy lover. I not. I'm saying you don't. I don't think you have to do that. But like, I know that's the vibe. It's like rave. It's late night. It's like go wild party, naked, painting boobs. Like it's it's out there. I'm sure there's incredible people, but you don't go to Burning Man to like lay in bed and watch episodes of Sister Wives at 9 PM with, with popcorn and Nutella. Like I will go to that kind of Burning Man. So send me to like TLC Fest. Like that's what I want to do. I want to go to TLC Fest, <laughs> like Sister Wives, delicious. That's where we're going over this. Why can't someone come up with a TLC Bravo? I know there's Bravo come, but I don't want to go and just like watch people. I want to go and just watch TV. Like in, like in a blanket, like under the stars. No, because that's camping. No, like in a hotel. Let's go to a theater. So anyway, Bethany made some comments about Burning Man. People, um, I guess, didn't like the comments. Now, you know, I'm blocked on TikTok, so I don't see her TikTok and I don't follow her on Instagram, but I did get sent it to, sent it to me from, um, oh my God, this is so good. A comment says, let's go to Mary's B&B, like a retreat for couch potatoes. You guys, we could all go to Mary's B&B from Sister Wives, bed and breakfast, her bed and breakfast, and we could go lay there, like, just, like, bring your comfies, like, bring your, like, snuggle, snuggies, whoever they called, like, snuggles, and, like, just go with all your favorite snacks, like, make sure that you just wear your hair up, like, put on a face mask, let's just, like, go and be disgusting together. With wine, duh, I'll set it up for us, okay. It will be called Daily Dose of Donna Land, so, um, so Bethany came onto her stories or whatever. She posted something saying, I am self-aware and I realized that, you know, I learn from you guys and when there's constructive criticism, I'm sorry. And I didn't, you know, essentially saying that she didn't mean to say something that was a little offensive. I loved it. I loved hearing that she has that ability and that in her. But then of course the first comment that I saw someone commented was like, I wish you would have used those approaches to anyone that didn't agree with you to the Rachel Bethany interview rather than calling us trolls, stupid, jealous losers, right? Um, so I thought that was a really good point. See, it's one thing if you're able to say, and this is going to kind of segue us into this Heather Mar- uh, McDonald situation right now. No one likes to be dragged online. No one likes to read negative comments. No one likes to see that people think you're a horrible person. No one likes to be called names. Like if you say that you like that, I know there's people like Bethany out there or the Kelly Dodds who say like, bring it. I, you know, I'm all good if you hate me. Like, I think that's a defense mechanism. I actually don't believe anyone really actually enjoys being hated on. Tell me if I'm wrong. I really don't. Um, I think that when you are someone in the public eye and you start to realize that the narrative is switching on you and it's starting to be um, negative towards you and, you know, your people who you thought were in your corner and loved the shit out of you are starting to turn on you, which by the way, I think every person in the public eye at some point will go through waves of this. I don't think anyone is, is um, like exempt from having their fans turn on them. Even Jennifer Aniston, even Jennifer Aniston, who's like such a likable person in this online, I mean, in this like celebrity world, had a huge kind of negative downturn. Remember even Kristen Bell, like people were getting mad about Kristen Bell having that dinner party, like it's, or being part of a dinner party. No matter who you are, someone will at some point turn on you. So I think that, um, it's hard as a public figure to see that. And so what's happening, from what I'm saying at least, this Heather McDonald, I'm not going to get into the what happened because I have two or three episodes from last week where I cover this. But over the weekend, we have an update. So just to give you like a two-sentence description of where we stand, Heather McDonald, host of Juicy Scoop podcast, had one of her former co-hosts and former friend, Justin Martindale, who's a comedian, publicly state on his podcast last week some of the grievances he has with Heather and why he's no longer her friend and why he has no longer decided to support Juicy Scoop and be on her show. If you want to know why, what, all of that, you go and listen to that episode. I think I had it on Thursday of last week. One story that was told had something to do with Jeff Lewis. Now, Jeff Lewis... Is a Jeff Lewis is um, from Flipping Out, you know whatever. He's got a huge, serious radio show. I have always loved listening to his show. I also can see his flaws and his issues. Don't know if I'd want to work for him, but I do find him entertaining. Jeff Lewis and Heather McDonald have been friends for thirty years. They went to USC together, and apparently, Justin Martindale said on the show that on this podcast that he released that Jeff Lewis told Justin, you cannot come on my show because Heather McDonald needs to approve it. Something along those lines. Heather released her Patreon episode on Friday, which was called The Truth. And I talked about it on Friday. But she said it was a very kind of like, it almost felt like a lawyer written statement. She didn't mention anyone's names, but essentially what she said was, I have never ever tried to keep anyone from doing other shows. I'm not exclusively holding them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I talked about it. Like I said, on Friday. And then Jeff Lewis came onto his show that Friday because the Patreon episode had been released like three or four hours before or like earlier, whatever. Jeff Lewis says, I didn't listen to the Patreon, but I have heard that my name was now brought up between Justin and Heather And Heather said that there was that she never told me not to hire Justin, and I'm going to get involved because I don't want to be part of a lie. And when someone lies, I feel the need to you know clear my name. And the truth was there was a conversation between Heather and I. There was a conversation where Heather said, "I don't want our shows to be too similar, and I would prefer if you didn't have blank Justin." on your show or like a few other of the co-hosts. I said, and then he also said, like, I get that. I wouldn't want you to have Doug. Doug Buden is just recurring co-host. He's on at least once a week. And she said, and he said, I wouldn't want you to have Doug as more than just a one off. Like you can have him on for one, but I don't want you to have multiple times have Doug because then now our shows are too similar. I get both sides. I actually do. What I don't love is the idea of holding your friends back and your coworkers back. Like, I was talking to Zach Peter about this, um, about the idea that, like, this is a really, really small world, right? This, like, podcast world, this entertainment world, the TV world. Like, the reason why you do things, like, the reason why you take gigs, even if they're free, is for exposure and for more people to know who you are right? So if I did, like I did Dumois as a guest two weeks ago, and that being on Dumois opened me up for a variety of other shows. And it gave me a bunch of other opportunities and it really grew my show, right? If Dumois said to, I have no idea, but like another huge celeb gossip show, I don't want you to have Donna Bowling on your show because she was on my show. I don't want it to be the same. I would be devastated because the goal of doing these shows is that other people hear you and say, I want you on my show. And now you're going into their audiences. We all know growing your business is by exposure. And this is not just in this industry, right? This is every industry. Like if I hire a painter to touch up my my house and he does a really good job. And then my friend or someone on Nextdoor app says, I need a painter. I'm not holding him for myself. And I know people that do that actually with their babysitters, with their vendors, with their, um, you know, service people, like anyone that helps them in their life, you know, whether it's house cleaning or or car washers or whatever. And I'm not into that. I am a giver. Like I'm like, take, take, take. And hopefully he doesn't get too busy and he'll be able to work for me. But I also like my hair dresser by the way shout out to Kara at True Salon in Studio City Kara has gotten when i tell you 30 of my friends go to Kara now like every single person i know goes to Kara i have never once get, i mean i just told you on a podcast that gets thousands and thousands of listens so that's who i am as a person and i'm not understanding that mentality of not wanting your people to go on other shows but I do get this idea of like, I don't want our shows to co- 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 un- like coincide too much. I would never think of Jeff Lewis's show being the same as Heather's because Heather's is a pop culture show and Jeff Lewis's show is maybe a little pop culture, but it really is a Jeff Lewis show. Like, think about it. What we listen to on Jeff Lewis's show is all of Jeff's drama. Jeff Lewis has his own set of drama that you don't need to break down any other show. <laughs> it's like the Jeff Lewis show. We hear about Gage. We hear about the daughter. We hear about stew. And if they're on pause or not, we hear about the drama with the dog. We hear about the, the neighbor getting annoyed about the loud pool heater. Like it is just constantly about it's Jeff's world and we're just living in it. And Heather's is pop culture with like a dash of Heather's life. You know, it's so different. To me, it would never see, feel the same. So um, that's what I want to say about that. But Jeff came back and refuted on that. And I on Saturday – I'm taking a nap. Totally. Oh my gosh, Sarah. Totally taking a nap. Like never, right? 1 hour nap. I was really tired. And I wake up to see that there is another Patreon that um uh Heather McDonald from Juicy Scoop released, okay? And it's called The Deeper Truth. And of course, like, you know, I was incredibly incredibly um you know, interested. Obviously I got so many DMs, so many texts, like, are you in? Are you listening? Like you got to listen. You got to listen. Um, so here's the thing about it. I, I'm not going to get into like the details of what was said. If you really want a rundown of exactly what was said on the podcast, on her Patreon, I would say go and suggest, I'm sorry, go and, um, you know, uh, uh subscribe to her patreon go and listen for yourself or you can probably search on reddit or anything like that i'm not just saying just saying not saying just saying um anyway this episode was much more of an emotional plea for um i liked it better than the set, the episode before because i didn't feel like she was just reading from a lawyer's pages she didn't say anyone's name She didn't say what she was actually, who she was talking about. We all knew she was talking about a radio host. She was talking about Jeff Lewis. At this point, she and Jeff Lewis had unfollowed each other. Okay. Oh, a couple things happened on Friday. She, um, she unfollowed Jeff Lewis or blocked Jeff Lewis, Jeff Lewis unfollowed Heather, I don't believe Jeff started that. My gut feeling is that is a Heather thing because I don't think Jeff even is on Instagram a lot. But if that's, if the case is like, I don't know why or what, but they are no longer following each other. This is a 30-year relationship. That's sad. Then, oh my God, if the drama can't get any worse, Jeff Lewis's channel on Sirius, which is channel 789, posted a screenshot of a Patreon comment. (sighs) Oh. That basically said from Heather's Patreon, the comment essentially said is, I think Jeff Lewis is the source of your issues, the source of your drama, and I think you need to cut ties with Jeff Lewis. And Heather McDonald commented, I agree. And on their official Jeff Lewis channel, serious XM Instagram page is a screenshot of the Patreon comment. And it says, with friends like these, dot, 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 at Heather McDonald. (gasps) When I saw that, I was like, that is such a bold, bold move and probably really unprofessional. Just going to be honest. I don't know who did that. I don't know who runs his social on that channel page. I know Kian is his social media guy who does all the reels. um, But I'm sure, you know, there's other people that are involved. Either way, Jeff Lewis approved of that post. Like he didn't not know about it. He approved of it. But Jeff, to me, everyone's like, Jeff inserted himself in this drama. He did not. In my opinion, he got brought in. Justin Martindale named him, and then Heather lied about it. And Jeff was like, no, you're not going to lie about me. I don't personally believe that Jeff Lewis inserted himself. I also think Jeff is salivating about the drama, and he loves it. He loves it because guess what's happening? We're all talking about it. Guess what's going to happen tomorrow on Tuesday when he comes back to his show? We're all freaking tuning in because there's no question he's going to be talking about this, right? I mean, it's show business. This is it. Um, Oh my God. I keep getting this one comment. Robin, no one cares about Heather McDonald. Move on to better things. I enjoy your channel. I wish I could say that was true. It is so not true. Multiple of you guys want me to talk about this. This is like a huge, huge, huge request on my Facebook page. And so I promise you, I won't talk about it unless there's new news. But there is news. And you know, I talk about Bethany when she's in the news, and I talk about Kyle Richards when she's in the news. And I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to mention it all, Bethany Frankel. Okay. See, a lot of you guys care. A lot of the comments now. I care. I care. I care. I care. Okay. So, Heather comes on this Patreon and she clears up her side saying, this is how it went down. Yes, I did have this conversation with Jeff. So yes, she did say, I don't want Justin on your show. That being said, she did say that recently in August, she was having dinner with him and she said, I do not want you... I don't care anymore. You can have him on your show. And on August 7th, at this point, they were already not getting along. Justin and Heather were definitely already taking their break and they weren't on good terms. And she says that Jeff said, I would bring him on my show, but he's too much drama. I don't believe that he actually feels that way because, unless, unless he was told drama from Heather. Because Justin Martindale and Krista Lamas are really tight. And Krista Lamas and Jeff are really tight. And I just don't think that that would happen. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, that being said, um, you know, there was a couple comments that were made that felt really like Like Fanning the Flame, where she mentioned the sentence that Justin told her that he's tired of waking up to comments and DMs from middle-aged white women. (laughs) No comment. Most of my mean comments that I get are probably from middle-aged white women. It's so true. It's so true. It's like I don't get mean comments from men, and I usually get them from middle-aged white women. I mean, I'm a middle-aged white woman. I just was talking to Lance this, this morning, my husband, and I was like, oh, should I tell Lance to come in and say hi? I was talking to Lance this morning and I was like, it's just so crazy because I personally do not, um, you know, I personally do not, uh, you know, um, love seeing mean comments and I keep hearing these comments and it just, ugh, it like gets me and Lance is like, you have to stop reading the comments. But I'm like, I don't want to stop reading the comments because that's how I feel like I connect with my audience. It's really, it's tricky. It's really, really tricky. Um, Want to come and say hi to the pod? Okay. So anyway, she did mention that she's been really depressed She's mentioned it's been really hard. Um, She is, you know, struggling. And um, I feel for her if she's struggling. Like I am not a Heather bashing account. I am not an anti-Heather account. I am really just like talking it out with you guys. And I can't imagine no matter what happened to get us to this place, I can't imagine Heather McDonald feels Like happy and go lucky right now. Yes, part of you feels good because now you can like weed out who your real true people are. But part of you is also like, what the fuck? This sucks. Like, it doesn't feel good to read comments, I'm sure, that say, I used to be a huge fan, I'm no longer a fan. That sucks. That being said, I do know that she is the only person that moderates or like approves the posts in Juicy Scoop Obsessed, her Facebook group, and I'm not in it. Remember, she didn't let me in like months and months ago, so I'm not in it. But I keep getting screenshots of people bashing me in her Facebook page. She's approving those posts. So it's like, if you're not into bashing people, then let's like make it across the board. If you watch my show and if you listen to my show, you know that the one thing I've always freaking told you is I am not tolerant of you guys going and leaving mean comments to people. I think it's lame. I think it's loser-like behavior. I think it's embarrassing, to be honest. If you ever go into someone else's account and say, I, I'm i a Daily Dose of Donna fan and I think you're an idiot or whatever, I would be upset at you. Please don't. Like, if you want to protect me, that's good. That's cool. I appreciate you. But we don't have to tear other people down to lift people up. So if you guys are listening to this and watching this and thinking that you guys feel that I am dragging Heather, then I might as well be dragging Jeff Lewis. Then I'm dragging Justin. Then I'm dragging freaking... Lindsay Hubbard. I mean, I'm just talking about gossip. You like it, you want it, you want more of it, then let's just keep going on. We're having fun chatting about it. It's interesting, right? We always really like kind of dissecting the behind the scenes. And this is what's fun and good. And I don't believe you have to bash and I don't believe you have to drag. And please be aware that if I let you guys into my Facebook group page, I trust you. And I want you guys to be there with a good heart and a good, uh, you know, um, intention. And that's goes to say for the same of like taking daily dose of Donna and not dragging me in someone else's private Facebook page that I can't even see. There's no reason. There is no reason y'all. Um, okay. Some common to asking when I go live, I usually go live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Um, It changes depending on if like I have something with my kids, but I'm usually live. I give you a 50 freaking minute episode. This is a Labor Day intensive. 50 minutes. Now, I want to know your guys' thoughts. Leave it below if you're watching on YouTube. If you guys are enjoying the show, please give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show. Make sure to leave comments. Positive only on there. If you don't like me, just send me a DM. Try the new Roni. Watch Sister Wives. Watch Big Brother. Southern Charms coming up. Have an amazing Labor Day. Drink, eat, and be merry. Okay? I love you guys so much. Thanks, Dosers. See you tomorrow.